if need be. Okay, cool. No, we're good. What were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, I have a StreamYard account for the company. Oh, okay. So we can no move it to StreamYard if need be. So nah, this is good. I'm doing it to the cloud this time. So like, hopefully also like my computer is like the little engine that could, um, it is a very <laughs> old computer. I mean, and by old, I mean, it's like 2015, 2016. Oh, wow. It's ancient. <laughs> <laughs> it is it like needs an ARP card and everything um, it's it's a struggle and it just like you know it turns on in like airplane mode is something different for my laptop where it sounds like you're on an actual airplane like the engines start working that's lovely you know, is it windows stuff. oh gosh no it's an app oh, okay okay I was yeah. about to say that's oof no you're no, you're no. running Mm. <laughs> running a few decades behind myself yeah, um bit. no it's an apple i'm like an apple person through and through so um well awesome welcome ryan i'm so glad you can join us today friday friday it's almost Fri-yay. the weekend For where real. are you located at i'm in san antonio texas i just talked to someone from austin <laughs> oh man we don't we don't claim austin <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough all that to say it's hot yes wherever extremely. you're at and hot where i'm at too i'm in arizona so it oh, is oh nice you know i was real- almost in arizona today almost really wait hold on how were you almost <laughs> so so like i told you we, we do consulting and uh we we had a, a podcast appearance in arizona last night so my boss okay. is up there right now and uh we were gonna i think he has another one tonight as well so we were gonna be all in arizona this this past we weekend. could have done the first in-person recording and we that would have been sick that would have been so much fun but i'm just in my little like office in my house <laughs> <right now>. <laughs> well <laughs> my my wife was at camp with the youth at our church and okay. she needed me to be with the dog yeah. so i was like i can't go doug and i'm a little upset about that but you know okay. hey you I mean, you pick up the you're, slack you're just missing some smoldering heat and uh some ugly weather right now it's dusty and icky outside so yeah there's that I mean I like a dry heat over this humid weather here yeah yeah I do too I didn't realize like how terrible it was until I just got back from Charlotte Mm -hmm. North Carolina and my like I walked outside my whole family lives on the east coast and I texted the like family group text and I was like how do people wear glasses out here like seeing glasses like (laughs) how do you wear glasses? And they're like, you don't, you wear a hat or you wear contacts. Like, right. Exactly. Like, this is, like I would open the car door and like, it's, I couldn't see anything. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was insane. And I'm like, yes, I like the South. I like my sister lives in North Carolina. My mom lives in Georgia. Um, I have friends who live in Florida and I'm like, yes, but bugs but... and humidity. Yep. If you guys didn't have the bugs and the humidity, I would be okay. I even lived in Texas for a while. Bugs and humidity. Same same issues. Yep. Bugs and humidity. That's all I have to say. Anyways. So (laughs) reel it on back. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so you have dogs and a wife and I have dogs and a wife. No kids. I have absolutely no kids. kids. She's doing like a kid thing though kids yeah, so okay so she was at youth camp with um with our church she gotcha. serves in the youth that's middle school to high school cool. i serve in children's church which is um newborn to elementary school gotcha so um i'm actually going to children's camp next week um from tuesday to friday which is you know always interesting kids are kids are funny um yeah. so yeah I, but for work work like my, my paying job, I work at a company called, um, building great sales teams. We just changed the name and our whole goal is to build better sales teams for companies. And, um, we, we have a a podcast called building great sales teams. Um, I recently, uh, started a new, a new offshoot of that. It's called your podcast partner. So building great podcasts is what I like to call it. There we go. Um, and I'm I'm kind of heading that up myself, nice. but it's still an offshoot of what we do everything here. Yeah. Sounds fun. How long have you been doing that? Uh podcasting or the building of this new conglomerate? The, working in the this business. Oh, um, so so with sales teams, I started with this company in 2017. Okay. Um, so we were, we sold AT&T, we sold solar, we sold security, we sold everything. We were, um, 
like companies would come seek us out to sell their product for them. Okay. Uh, so I, I was doing that in 2017, doing back in some marketing stuff for that. And then as far as the podcasting, we started the the BGST podcast in January of last year. So since we did that for a year, we're at 200 plus episodes, yes. um, releasing three a day, not three Damn. a day, three a week, three but a week. Still, <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is wild. Yeah. Um, and then, so since we had all of our systems dialed in, we had our VAs doing um, some of the the back end marketing stuff of that. Yeah. We were like, we can we can open this door up for a lot of people to uh, start their podcast for marketing purposes. Kind of tell them what what the benefits of having a podcast is and, and all yeah. of this stuff. So we started yeah. that up in last month, actually last month is when we started charging people. <laughs> That's exciting. That's really exciting. And yeah, you're, you're, we are like cut from the same cloth because I am definitely a digital marketer by trade. I'm a social mm-hmm. media manager for a tech company, but also I am just, I just started releasing. Um, I just started this is also the first time I've ever talking about it, like publicly, I'm starting something called the idea lab. And Mm. part of it is how to take your, uh, doing a zero to podcast strategy. So I feel you, but that's awesome. Podcasts are important. People don't understand the uh, power of a podcast. Yeah. Like it is crazy. The only reason why I started a podcast, I have a friend, his name is Dallin. He has a podcast we were talking podcast, right? (laughs) Um, but he has a podcast in, uh, the reason why we started was because I didn't have a job. He hated his job. And so we were like, Hey, let's just, w- let's talk every week. Right. Like just, yeah. let's have a conversation about whatever is going on with our lives. And uh, so we settled on music. Cause we, we both uh, do music. I, I do rap. He doesn't anymore. Okay. Um, so we just every week, whatever releases that intrigued us, we would talk about it on the show. Uh, sometimes we were talking about movies. Like I think the last Jedi just came out. Okay. We were doing it and I I absolutely hate that movie. I love Star Wars. I hated <laughs> The Last Jedi. Okay. Um, so we we had that conversation. It was good. So that's why I started podcasting. And I think that that gave me a lot of the skills that I have today. Um yeah. being in front of a camera, being able to just talk about whatever and and yeah. leveraging that into business, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, like, I mean, I don't know if I just have the personality for it, but I'm like, it is fun. Like yeah, I absolutely sure. love doing this, talking to strangers on the internet, but in a podcast form and it's a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> it's a little different because you can't get catfished. Or, well, I mean, with AI now, right? Um, oh, you can't really gosh. get catfished on a video call. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, so what kind of got you started in the role that you're currently at? Like, how did you kind of start with that company? Um, so I got fired from, okay. or I got, I got, let, let go. go. Yeah. Let go because they were doing a reworking. I was working at a um a college mm. here in, in San Antonio and they were doing a reworking of our department. It's mm. what they it's what they Lovely said. Lovely when that happens, doesn't um, it? Yeah, absolutely love it. And then so Craigslist, I was like, all right, you know what? Craigslist has some decent jobs, mainly as a joke. Um, and I, I had nothing else going for me except for the podcast. And I was doing some temp work here and there. Um but I, on Craigslist, I was like, okay, let me just apply for this job. It was for um, an office administrator for this company. So I, I I got hired. I was with the company for a year and a half. They let me go because they ran out of money. Um, so I was doing real estate stuff. They yeah. called me back and they were like, hey, can you be our marketing manager? I was mm. like, yeah, I got nothing else going on right now. So I, I came back and then COVID happened. <laughs> and so they let me go. And then yep. called me back, um, uh, the CEO of the company, his name is Doug Mitchell. He called me back because uh, we we had set up an interview, but he meant to cancel it the day of. So I ended up just showing up anyway. And I, okay. and I, I truly believe that that was God. I, I really do. I yeah. ended up showing up anyway. And um, he was like, hey, I canceled your interview, but hey, let's just let's just talk for a second. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like I, I can talk. I, ain't, I I don't have anything else to do. I had just um, so I was with this company that I, I don't want to say the name of because okay. uh, I have I have a little bit of bad blood with them right now. Fair um, enough. So I didn't, there's a whole nother story we could get into. But <laughs> um, 
so I was like, I'm, I'm trying to leave that job. God hasn't released me to leave yet. He has released me to like apply places, but he hasn't released me to leave. Mm. Um, and that's, that's super big on me. Like I, I a hundred percent believe that if you are going through your ventures in work, even if you hate your job, like absolutely hate your job, yeah. then you need to be prayerful because you might be in that position for uh, a reason. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that position for a reason, you don't want to leave without fulfilling that purpose that God has you there for um, yeah. is, is kind of how I see it. Uh, so I was released to go apply for other jobs. And this one was just like perfect because like, I know the company they're looking for what I'm doing now. Um, so God, if there's any, if, if it is your will, let me leave this position and let so, it be your will, <laughs> let it be your will. Right. Jesus in the garden. Right. That's how, that's how I yeah. approached it. Jesus in the garden. Um, so we got into conversations. He was like, man, I, I am so glad that, you know, we had, we got a chance to talk um, because we, we weren't close when I was working here prior. Like he lives in San Antonio. I was in San Antonio, but the company was in Corpus, Houston. Okay. Like we were all over the place. So I had most FaceTime with him, but we weren't like close, close, you know, CEO, lower level employee. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so he was like, I'm, I'm super glad that we, we had a chance to talk. And the only reason why I, I went back was uh, he changed his core values. Instead of work hard, play hard, it became work hard, pray hard. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I might want hmm. to see what that's about. Yeah. Uh, so we had the conversation. He was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to Corpus. I need someone to shoot um, content for me. Can you come with me to Corpus? And then we'll see how that goes. And we'll turn that into like a full-time position of you just kind of being my roadie and we go, we travel and we shoot content. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that'll be interesting. I'll, I'll pray about it. I'll talk to my wife and see, see what it is. And you know, yeah. the rest is history. I'd, I'd signed on. We there went to go. Corpus, shot some, some videos. We went to Dallas, Phoenix, uh, Utah. Like we were, we'd been all over nice. the place. So it's been that's good. so much fun and like really cool kind of how that kind of fell into place. I'm glad you called yourself a roadie too and not just like a fangirl or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> like you you should just take his name. Like you know how people like take the names like Swifties. Like you should yeah. do that. Like just do that for your title no. and be like, I propose myself to have a new title and this is what it is. That um, would be interesting. It's it's really funny. Like I don't know if you've <laughs> Like, have you, have you been in that position where you're like following around a famous person? I put air quotes. Y'all didn't see it. Famous person. (laughs) I mean, not like, yeah, like I have done that role, but not for like someone who's like famous or popular or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doug is, Doug is a very popular guy in his circles, in his circles. Like, I I won't say like, oh, if you look him up right now, he has millions of followers. No, it's not that. But in his circles, he's like very helpful. He adds value everywhere he goes. So he's he's a very popular guy. So like um, in San Antonio, we we went to a couple of events and everybody's like, yo, it's Doug Mitchell. They came and it's like, can I get a picture with you? And I'm just like, all right, here we go. This is is the life (laughs) I chose, I guess. So right, like other people. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I know what you mean though. I've been around those kinds of people where I'm like, these are just like normal people to me. And then to like other people, they're like, like, oh, it's like the greatest thing ever it's, it's right quite funny i hear i'm it. gonna be like googling him yeah <laughs> um but you could be like the duggies or something like that the right duggies like, wow the duggies the dugout <laughs> yeah the yes dug- that's he what would, you should he would love that right he <laughs> would he would absolutely love that oh yeah it's me and my dugout yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would be I'm not bringing that up to him. If he sees this episode, then like that's the only time he'll ever get so a chance. So what to you're telling that. me here is I should just email him this episode or No, honestly, once it comes out or if I get the back end stuff, we have a team of VAs who are going to chop it up and put stuff out there. So he will definitely be like, "Okay, this needs to go out there." Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, when talking about like your faith, you've talked a little bit about like having God's like leading in terms of like leading, uh, leaving and, um, starting like job searches, where did that kind of come from? And like to anyone listening who might find themselves in a hard work position, like, what would you say to them? Um, okay. So 
I see. So this is the story about the the job I was actually at, okay. right? Yeah. It's, it's funny how that led into it. Um, so reader. I had just, yeah. <laughs> so I had just gotten married uh, last year, two years ago now, coming up on two years. And Congratulations. Thank you. So I was doing consulting work for a couple of real estate companies and um, the job was done, right? So I didn't have any income until I found like my next gig. And my mother-in-law passed away, my aunt passed away, and my wife owns a business. So like, she's one of those, if you don't work, you don't get paid type right. of individuals. Like she's an entrepreneur, but it's, it's very much a hands-on uh, job. She does softball coaching. Yeah. So I was like, well, God, you know that we need money. <laughs> Bills mm. don't stop. So yeah. like, what's up? And so. I applied for a job um, at this company and I got the, I got an interview the very same day and I was like, okay, God, is this you? And I, I got an okay. So I went, I, I had the interview, talked to the guy. It was, it was great. And it was fine. Uh, I started my first day and I found out that he had nothing like as far as SOPs or um, policies in place for his staff and we were a staffing company which is really funny when you think about it yeah so I was like okay cool god is this why I'm here because I I have experience in this you know that that works this guy he was uh he he professed to be a, a Christian okay and so in all of his offices he had three that um I was privy to one in Houston one in Austin one in San Antonio and in all the offices, the main thing was he needed worship music playing because worship music changes your uh, your your outlook on life, right? Like okay. even if you don't believe in Christianity, you listen to worship music, the positive, encouraging K love stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it changes your outlook, and it's true. Like faith cometh by hearing, and yeah. if you're constantly hearing these positive things, especially these people who um, are looking for you know construction jobs, who who just need temp work or whatever the case might be, they come in with a spirit on them that is not not positive. Is the is the nicest cleanest yeah. way I can say it they don't yeah. have a positive spirit on them and so I was like this is awesome and then quickly I found out that this this I, I was there for a time I was there for a few people I, I was able mm. to share the gospel with a couple of people lead them to Christ in that position but I absolutely hated that job from week mm. two on um it it was it was the absolute worst job I've ever had the displeasure of being at. And um I stayed as long as I did because I knew God was telling me, no, you're staying. Like mm. you don't have a you don't have a choice. And uh, that kind of goes back to my my Jesus in the garden. That's why I started saying that because every day yeah. from uh work, it was a seven hour, not a seven. Wow. Mm. I had to be up at seven so I can be there by eight because it was an hour long drive, like, or I had to be up at six so I can get ready, be there by, get on the road at seven, get there by eight. Right. Um, And so that whole entire hour, all I did was pray and was like, God, if I can Mm. just turn around right now, like right now, I will do it. You, you direct me to where I need to go. But if this is the job you want me to be at right now, I'll be there. And so that was the job he wanted me to be at. And my prayer life had never been better than that. Uh, (laughs) three months that I was there Fair enough. So, um, that's, that's where it all, all stemmed from is because like, even if I decided to quit, like my mom, my, my wife, my brother, they were like, Hey man, you, you don't, you don't deserve that. You don't need a job. God will provide all your needs to record Jesus versus glory, da, 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 all this Christianese that they were spouting at me. But I knew like, if God is telling me to be here, there's a reason, right? There's yeah. reasons why I'm here. Even if it's for a season, I, I need to be here. Right. Um, Cause they're right. Like I've, I've never missed a bill, even when finances are not there. I've never missed a bill. Um, My whole entire life. God has provided. I've seen him provide for my mom. She had cancer. She was healed miraculously. I've seen him stop the weather for my brother. Like a lot of this I've seen, I've seen that his word is true. So like, yes, he would do that, but here's the, here's the kicker. You need to be in his will. If you're not in his will, then there's no point in you questioning, um, 
Oh, there's no point of you just moving without being in his will first. Like you look at mm-hmm. Jesus being tempted and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like rambling, but no, I love Jesus it. Keep being going. Tempted uh, in, in the, in the wilderness, Satan didn't lie to him on anything. What he did was he spoke a, a mistruth yeah. where he took stuff out of the word, but he did not lie to him. He said exactly what God said in those scriptures. And that's why it's important for you to know scripture for yourself because right. The Bible did say everything that Satan said to Jesus, but there was context missing. And if you don't know the context, that's when you right. start to fall and all that good stuff. But yeah, that's that's kind of how I yeah. learned that is like when you're in a position where you absolutely hate it, um, the boss is trying to get you, uh, the, the, the CEO, he's trying to fire fire you, but he can't because he has no grounds then you 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 learn quickly like okay god you want me here for some reason and i don't know yeah. what it is but i'm going to stick it out because i absolutely hate this yeah yeah and i think too like there might be like this misunderstanding that like christians have to like where they work <laughs> right oh 100% 100% you don't have <laughs> like, to like where you work no no you don't and also like it doesn't like it's okay as a Christian and Christ follower to like call out toxic, toxic situations and like, 100%. you're kind of called okay. to do that. Yeah. And be okay with like leaving that situation and like saying like, Hey, this workplace was bad. Like that is an okay thing to do for whoever's listening, who needs to hear that. Like it is an okay thing to say like, you know what? Like this is not one good for me, good for my spirit, good for my health, good for my mental health, good, whatever the reason is. Right. 100%. Um, and just like leaning on God through that, because then he will ultimately sustain you throughout that season. And like you said, like, I mean, Ryan, you even said like, there were people there that you were supposed to be there for, but also, I don't know if you noticed this, but you said your prayer life had never been better. Right. And so, right. But like, but it's like, there's like multiple reasons why God can have you in that situation, um, to, to just draw you near and closer to him. Yeah. I, I, yes, it, it it had never been better. And I, 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 I would love for it to be the same way as it was now or as it was then, but I mean, it's, it's a little bit less, but that's because I'm, I'm busy doing the work. It's not a yeah. rest in me and I will sustain you. It's more of like, Hey, I, I given you something to do now. So you yeah. gotta do it. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, a hundred percent. I do believe that I was there for some people. I, and I can, I can point to those people and be like, Hey, I, I impacted their lives in this manner from being there. Um, but yes, it hundred percent don't stay. So unless God is telling you to, and he right. will be very clear, don't stay in a position where you're, where you're just ingesting this toxicity all the time. It's not, yeah. it doesn't help you with anything. Um, it it's, it's possibly the worst thing that you can do as a Christian. Like you're supposed yeah. to cast your care. And if you're constantly holding on to care or adding more care to yourself, then you're not really following what Christ is telling you to do. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I was in a situation, um, about a year and a half ago at a job where I was like, in tears almost every single day. And like, if you know me, I am not a crier. Like I, like I do not cry. Um, I've cried at one movie my entire life. Um, and you know, (laughs) it was also, oh my gosh, it is shameful. It is okay. It's so embarrassing, but like, also you have to like, look at the context of my life. And like, when I saw this movie, so it was Nicholas Sparks last song. Oh my. Okay. okay we can continue. We can, we can but go my, past that. No, we're not going to, cause I have to justify <laughs> this. So I, it came out when I was in high school and the story is about a divorced parent, like divorced, uh, couple. And the, there was the daughter taking care of her, um, like younger brother and one of the parents is dying from cancer guess what was happening in my life i was taking care of my little brother and my oh, mom man. had cancer and my dad left like so all it was just so a... justified it's like that's my life <laughs> when will i have my last song just sobbing in the theater at miley cyrus's terrible performance anyways <laughs> i'm not a crier and so in this season of my life i was like just so broken down. And like, I 
my husband, I was yielding to my husband, um, in that, in the decision to leave my job. Um, and I like had it crystal clear from Jesus, like, but also like, you know, as a married couple, like I can't just go off and like, you know, right. I do, do something. <laughs> and so I was yielding to my husband and I mean, he'll, he'll say it to this, to this day that he was also distracted by other things that, you know, weren't from God in that season, but there was just this absolute like desperation of me and God in that moment. And, um, the funny thing is, is like my trust and the peace that God gives us has never been so impactful than it was in that season. And it was such a beautiful thing. And also like kind of funny because I I was like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. My husband's like, what are you going to do tomorrow? I was like, I don't know. I don't know if like, God's going to tell me what to do. And, and he goes, well, what is it? What is he telling you to do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to find out tomorrow. And if he doesn't (laughs) tell me tomorrow, then it's going to tell me the next day. Like, (laughs) right. Right. Like you can't really do anything. Annoyingly nonchalant about it. Um, but it was a really like refining season. Do I want to go back to that season? Absolutely not. But. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to go back to the, the place that God brought them mm-hmm. out of. Like nobody, nobody nope. wants to go back there. Like a hundred percent, like long story short with that job. Um, the reason why I, I knew for a fact, like I was done was because the CEO decided to have my coworker who technically was below me, call me Sunday night, Sunday night at 8 PM and tell me not to come in the morning. So, so I was like, yeah, okay, God, thank you. <laughs> like, that's it. Thank you. And then I had a week to do all this stuff for my, my aunt's funeral. Um, mm. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was perfect timing to, from leaving this job to going to um, the job I'm currently at now. So it was, it was perfect timing. I yeah. absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like, I think and this might be like so going off subject, but when we're confronted by people who are hurting us in that situation, I feel like there is like this default to like, oh, we have to love everyone. Like there's like that default, (laughs) um, right? But like, that's like- Yeah, but what does love actually look like? Do you know what love is before you just throw that out there? Like there's there's studies on what love is, like biblical love. And biblical love is not letting people run over you. Yeah, no. Like that is is super important. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like also okay to rejoice in righteous justice. Um, yes, when ma'am. things like that happen, um, I mean, I'm not like super proud of it, but also it was like a super sweet moment. Pretty much like you say, you got restructured. Um, my position got eliminated at this <laughs> one, at this one company when I was the only person doing this job, I was like the social media manager and they're like, no, we're like, we don't need a social media manager anymore. But then they hired another social media manager. It's really fun. And so anybody who's a business owner listening to this and <laughs> like usually it's small business owners do not hire a social media manager to do anything other than social media management, because yeah. I, I think a lot of times why people fire and hire quickly for social media managers is because they don't understand that social media managers are not the catch all. Right. Like yeah. for computers and for I had, online. So presence. I had been working with this company for three years. And the person that came in did not like me, like had like a personal thing against me. Um, and, and yeah. And, but like afterwards, like, uh, maybe like six months after that. And I had like called it, I was like, this person's toxic. This person is like not healthy and reflective of the company culture. Like nothing, no one believed me, no one heard from me. And then I found out I'm not the only one who's like the canary in the coal mind about this woman. And then she got fired and I was like, "Hmm, yeah, like that's sweet justice. Um, and it's okay to have that sweet justice moment because I'm like, you know, God still led me through everything. And it was like, dang God, you fought my my battle and I didn't have to be there. That's awesome. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. I didn't have to be there for the fallout either. Yeah. Look at that. Look at God. (laughs) 
<laughs> straight up I posted back to your social media thing uh, I posted on LinkedIn the other day because I kept seeing these like job posts for people who like want social media managers but that's not what they really wanted what they wanted yeah. was content creators like yeah. your social media manager should not be on your TikTok like you right right like <laughs> and if that is the case you need to you need to clearly state that like you do want a con you want a content creator right and then a social media manager is going to take whoever created that content and then make it look good make it sound good have all the copy there right but they're not supposed to be in front of it creating the content they can be but also like that is not a social media manager's job a social exactly. media manager's job gotta, is like up and beyond that yeah 100 100 we're besties now um <laughs> So funny thing, like I have, I have another friend uh, who, who does, she consults on social media yeah. management and all that good stuff and marketing, social media marketing. And it's the same thing. Anybody who has done social media management, anybody who has done social media management understands that it's just the people who have never done it. Yeah. They just don't get like, there is, there's, it's different than what you expect. Like, you, yes. it's not a, you post this thing that's in, on trend and you're just going to go viral and like. Yeah, you save the day. That's not how it works. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of planning and it's yeah. a lot of luck. Like you yeah. sometimes hit the nail on the head and sometimes you just yeah. don't. That's why not every Wendy's snapback on Twitter or on X now uh, gets <laughs> gets viral because it's it's not always going to happen for yeah. you. You got to okay, be okay. So with are that. you on are you on threads? I I made a threads. Okay. I made a threads. Okay. Also, it's weird to hear that like plural. I've never heard anyone say it like out loud in a plural form. And like, it's so cringy. Okay. Um, the sleeper on threads right now is the American Eagle account. I've really. Yes. Like it is amazing. I'm, I'm like gonna the, check it like out the after clothing brand if you're listening to this and you don't follow american eagle on threads go and follow them especially if you're a marketer because it is absolutely downright hilarious and it, it brings me so much joy i might have to i might have to do that like for example they typed like like ah with a bunch of h's and then they're like subtweet their sub thread on that was just checking the character count it's 500 for those who are asking let's no a hundred percent so uh, oh so my funny. goodness like what 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 people need to understand about marketing and and we just turned into a marketing show um okay. <laughs> uh what happens you need to be every time there's something new you absolutely need to be on it you absolutely need to be on it and you need to be the first one that does anything like you need to break yeah. the system yeah because once you break the system now you can be like oh, I know everything and people are going yep. to go to you and you're going to be the first one. So even if someone does it better than you, nobody cares about who did it next. They care about who did it first or who did yep. it loudest. So yep. like, yes, do it first, do it loud. Yeah. So they're like, um, <laughs> like they're, I'm looking at their threads account right now and their most recent post, I guess, is what is the max number of vacation IG stories per day before you meet them? Like absolutely hilarious. And that's also like a like there's like this wolf and it says TGIF. Like oh it's yeah. Just, it's just funny crap on there. Like I absolutely love it. Anyways, there's the side if you want a really fun, like I appreciate Wendy's and what they did. Yeah. Like look out American Eagle. Like they're they are up and coming. Does from Wendy's a have a threads? Brand. Yeah, they have a threads. Oh, I, I, I literally made it because my boss was like, Hey, we need to be on threads. And I have no idea how to work threads. Like I love Twitter. Twitter's my, my go or X X is my go-to really. Yes. I, that's the one social media that no matter what I'm going to check in on there just because I get all my, my news from there really fast. Okay. Fair and enough. Facebook. I have, I have way too many people on my Facebook that I don't really know. Okay. Um, and that's because Doug is famous and he keeps tagging me and stuff. So they come in, they try to add me as a friend. And I'm like, dude, like I've met well, you one time. We're not friends. What I did is I converted my personal profile or my personal profile to a whatever professional profile or whatever. So mm. people just follow me now instead of um adding me as a friend. That's I don't even convenient. want people following me like that. 
I don't. Like, get out of here. It's like all these crypto dudes. So so we're in this. this <laughs> it, it is. So we're so we're in this group. Uh, it's called uh, Apex, and or he's in this group. I'm not. I just get to. I just get to benefit. And it's it's very wealthy individuals in this in yeah. this group. Very wealthy individuals, and they uh the lower ring of that are being taught to find out who the people are around the people that you want to work with and connect with them so that way you can have an easy in so it's a lot of people connecting with me to get to Doug so I'm just like if I haven't shaken your hand if I haven't had dinner with you if I if I don't know you from Adam like do not add me as a friend on Facebook because I will yeah. not respond to it. Even people at my church, if I have not served with them or I haven't mm. been at a breakfast or a fellowship with them, do not add me because I will not add you. <laughs> it's just, it's just real. I'm not yeah. going to like give up my mental space for that if we don't have a actual yeah. connection in any kind of way, which is Very kind of true. counterproductive to yeah. Christianity, but no, <laughs> we'll talk I about you. that later. Well, I mean, like, and you also have like your... I, I went to, um, when I was in Charlotte, I was, I heard, um, Lisa Turkhurst speak and she goes, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. Mm-hmm. I was like, like, I've 100%. never heard it. Like I know it, but like, I've never heard someone put it so succinctly. And I was like, yeah, like people will want, especially in ministry and like stuff like that. People want privacy around these things. Now, when it goes into secrecy, like that's when you're, you know, playing with the devil there, but um, privacy is, you know, something to be held dear. Right. Like Jesus had 12 friends, right? He had a multitude of followers. He fed 5,000 men and their children who followed him to a a mountain. He talked to them all. He was very open, but really he had 12 friends. And even within those 12, he had his, yeah, oh, he had his closest. Yeah, it was about three. It was, yeah, uh, he had his closest. I, I was going to say their names, but I was going to butcher that. I know Peter was one, <laughs> Peter, James, and John, I think it was. But yeah, little, the ones like that. Yeah, there's there's several of them. Um, but yeah, those are the ones who he took to the garden with him. It, yeah. That's it. Like you, you need to have that. You need to yeah. be able to break away and yeah. have those confidants that you can be like, hey, like there's there's levels to our relationships. There's levels to um all of it and yeah the people who i i shake a hand with because we're at this conference that has a thousand people and i don't see you ever again don't add me on facebook please yeah follow them on twitter instead or x yeah you can follow me on x um i retweet some some funny stuff sometimes no you i haven't re- been on there in a minute you re- re- react react what or is it now Rex's. is it re- i've Rex- heard it it's either like it's r-e-x-e-s I'm like, that's either Rex's or like Rex's, which just makes me think of like a, t- like a T-Rex. <laughs> I'm like the new logo should just be like a T-Rex anyways. That would, um, that would work. I would, I would love that yeah. actually. Just like a big dinosaur stampede. Anyways, let's go back though. I, you did say something and I kind of want to go back to it, which was, um, kind of like working with like the proximity and like intimacy and privacy within your like coworkers and like your colleagues. And how does that look for you? Um, in terms of like, you're like, yeah, I've like led people to Jesus. And I'm like, Oh wow. Like that's like a significant thing, like from being at work. So could you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes. So, um, I've been fortunate enough to, be in very uh, small companies who have very intimate settings, right? Mm. Um, right now, in our office, there's there's two people. And if, I, if this was like a, a mobile camera, I would show you. But my, uh, my desk is right next to my boss's desk. Like literally, yeah. we can high five each other if we wanted to in the middle of the day and it'd be, yeah. it'd be fine. And um, that's, that's cool. The other offices, it was he professed to be a Christian, right? He professed right. to be a Christian. So that wasn't an issue in that, in that sense. And then the college job, I actually got it from someone who was in our church and she had watched me grow up and she was like, Hey, I think you would be a great fit in our, in our, um, in our company. So I've been fortunate in that, in that instance, but I also think that it's okay to 
build relationships outside of the workplace, right? I would hate to be somewhere where I can't talk on a human level with my coworkers. Like, even if it's like, Hey, let's go get coffee after work. What are you doing? Oh, you got nothing going on. I got nothing going on. Let's go hang out. Because like, you, you should want to have relationships with the people you do life with. And yes, it's work, but you're still doing some form of your life. You're doing the majority of your life with these people. So I try to, I try to be open and, and willing to grow relationships with the people I work with. And that's kind of how I've been able to maneuver in that, in that instance, outside of like all of them profess to be Christians. And I've just been fortunate to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you have any like stories of like, well, actually you already told one, which was the the (laughs) icky boss. Um, but just like any situations, um, kind of above and beyond that, where like being a Christian was hard. Ooh. Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's hard. I don't, so I grew up in, in the things of God, like since I was born, like when we were in Germany, my mom was the children's minister. So anytime we had any kind of issue, she, uh, would, would have a scripture for it. Um, and that's just kind of how I grew up. So it was never hard. Have I decided to, uh, not follow that? Yes. Okay. Um, and that was, that was before my working life. Um, just because when you're young, like I'm only 28 now, I had to check this morning. We had a meeting and I forgot my age. So I'm 28 (laughs) now. Right. Right. Um, but when I first started working, I I guess, I guess it it wasn't hard to be a Christian. What I was extremely literal about what Christianity is. Right. Mm. And I had told someone like, you're not a Christian and I'm not a Christian because to be a Christian means to be Christ-like and neither one of us are acting like Christ. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, that was, I'm not going to get into that story, but that's what I said. To, I said to this particular person and, yeah. and she went off on me. Like she went mm-hmm. off on me and I was like, hold on, why are you going off on me? Like, and this, this proves right now, you're not a Christian. I'm not a Christian based off of X, Y, and Z. We're just not Christians and that's okay. You could be right. a believer all day long, but you're not a Christian. And so like, I think, what what people can take from that is you you should understand um how Jesus is like study who Jesus was and study Paul those two mm-hmm. those two people and i say that because Jesus ate with sinners but he didn't let sinners um influence who he was and Paul yeah. said um i've i've become all things to all men that way i may win a few mm-hmm. so i personally have not had to deal with Christianity being hard, but I have had to deal with um pharisaical mm. kind of thought processes. Okay. And so I, I guess the hard part is not leaning into those pharisaical thought processes when you know a lot. Like when you've yeah. done this for a while, when you've um went to a school and and graduated, gave the class charge, like all that stuff, like once you once you get to that point, don't let that become your whole entire personality right. to where you can't have a, a normal conversation with someone who might actually need some kind of real, uh, real life experience, real life conversation. Um, one of my favorite lines that I like to tell the people that I mentee is, or I mentor is um, be you in real time. Mm-hmm. And if, if you are struggling with someone, something like, it's okay to have that struggle. Don't tell everybody that, right? That's that's where the privacy comes in. Right. Don't tell everybody that. Have your confidants, have your your small core group that are going to actually pray for you 100%. I believe that. But you got to be real about it. God can't yeah. do anything with you being fake. He already knows. Yeah. So just be honest about it. Be real about right. it. And that's how things get better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, like, there's this tendency, like after having all of these conversations on this podcast and whatnot, I have just like, I have learned how much I need to really be like putting on the armor of God every day when I go to work, especially in, in the ability to 
feel equipped to go into the hard conversations, to, to go into the hard situations and, you know, all of that. And then you're also, it's like, yes. And, and then it's that humility check, that ego check that we need to have with our, within ourselves so that we don't become, you know, Westboro Baptist church. You don't want to be, you don't want to be Westboro we Baptist church. Like that's, that's go. real. Like you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to become that. And that I think if I had to say there's a part of Christianity that's hard, I think for me, that's the hardest part is because mm. like I said, I've, I've been in this for a really long time. Yeah. I've, I've decided not to follow it. Like I made the legitimate decision not to yeah. follow it. And I've made the legitimate decision to follow it. Like I've, right. I've seen all aspects of it. And at the end of the day, I can say like, it's not hard, but be be mindful of how you practice. Be mindful yeah. of that a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your vulnerability and honest honesty in that situation, because I think like that is, that is something that like, I might not personally struggle with, but like others out there might struggle with and hear that. And also like the people listening to this, I, I just want them to understand whether or not they know, they know Jesus is just like, we're not perfect. We don't have it all together always. Like that is definitely not the case with me. And, and from what you're saying too, like oh, not yeah. the case with you of like, I sinned this morning when I was driving to the office, like there you go. <laughs> easy. I I was like, man, why are you driving? You look crazy. Your, your tire's about to blow. I can smell it. Like I was just going off on this dude and he was just, you know, trying to get to a, a, yeah. a tire shop. I saw, yeah. <laughs> so, I had to that. repent but yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, and just like checking yourself, I think like one of the, the beauties of being a Christian and knowing Christ is just that daily and moment by moment awareness of like God's presence and his voice in our life. And like, I think it just comes out of like practice and discipline at the end of the day. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent agree. So how would you say like, is like, what does your faith practice look like other than just like living it out in kind of like a practical sense, you say, you know, you work with the children's ministry and all of that. What does that kind of look like, you know, day to day, week to week for you? Um, so I don't just work with the children's ministry and uh, it is, it's really funny. I, I guess the, the, the main advice that I want to give is find a local assembly and be a part of that. Right. Um, that's how you get those relationships to where you can have those confidants who are like Bible believing Bible, um, teaching friends who can yeah. like build you up in the way that you should go. Right. You don't want to have friends who are not following the same path that you are because, uh, one of two things can happen. Either you're going to influence them or they're going to influence you. And it is yeah. a lot easier to influence someone outside of Christ than it is to influence someone into Christ. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one, find a good church home. But because of that, I've been at this church home since 2005. So it's wow. coming up on 20 years. Yeah. That's crazy. And I started, I started serving at that church um, in 2008, right? I, I think I was, God, how old was I? I was in eighth grade. Um, so I started serving in eighth grade. And that was from pulling weeds, beautification, um, keeping the house, cleaning up after people. So I, I guess like day to day, week to week, I'm I'm pretty much always at the church. Not so much now, just because we travel so much for work and my wife right. wants to spend time with me sometimes. Like she liked me yeah. a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, this this Saturday we have rehearsals for our back to school rally. Next week, I'm, I'm from... Tuesday through Friday, I'm going to be in Mo Ranch, Texas with the Children's Church. When I get back from that, I'm serving that Sunday in the Children's Church. And then we're, we're setting up classes because we, we hold ministry classes at our church. So I'm setting up classes after service. Um, on a Sunday, I'm there from 7 a.m. to about 5 p.m. On Thursdays, I'm there 5.45 until about 11. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just kind of what I do at this point. It's just yeah. how I live my life. How do you find either like the balance or the rhythm in doing that. And like, like me, I'm just like, I want to spend all the time with my hubby. Like that, that that's me, but all in like cuddling my dogs and like binging Netflix, like that is my default. How do you kind of find the balance of like your, 
I guess, desires or intentions and hobbies with like serving so much? So I, all my friends I serve with, right? Mm. So I, you, you really cannot be my friend if I have not served with you because it's really, it's, it's true. Right. Like you, you need to um, decompress even when you're, you're dealing with people at church because I mean, church is a hospital, right? Like people, right. you, you're there with sick people all day. So you got to figure out how to decompress. Um, so for me, I, I still enjoy those things. I, I watch Netflix with my wife. I, I play video games a lot. I make music still. Um, yeah. And a lot of that is you, you find a way to, to make it work. Like when you're at the church from seven to five, like you're not always serving a service is not always going on. So you can step back. You can check out a YouTube video, go talk to someone who's there. It's just like yeah. hanging out. And then, you know, when the next service is ready to go and it's like, okay, cool. Next service is here. And a lot of, a lot of it is hurry up and wait because we're, we're there so early. So that right, way everything right. is set in place right. for the guests who are coming. Um, so yeah, I, I find, I find ways to do that by just kind of making time for it. If yeah. you're, if your thing is video games, get handheld games. I, I have a switch. <laughs> not bad advice um if it's if it's netflix i get netflix on your phone there's apps right (laughs) i don't know i i i I mean that's that's basically it i've been doing it for so long so i just kind of i've learned how to fit it in when i can and i've learned that sometimes you gotta you gotta pony up and be an adult and do the work of the ministry like and what and what i'm also hearing from you that like you're not saying but you're kind of working around is like integrating your community with your church and your church with your community yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. of like, like having your friend like serving alongside your friends and mm-hmm. you know like instead of instead of meeting out and like going out and like grabbing some drinks or something like that like you can go and like serve together and still have that same kind of communal 100 I-, I told my wife so so before we we started dating i was like i'm not hanging out with you like you can come to the church and serve with me but i'm not going to hang out with you if i have something going on at the church i told yeah. her that straight up like i'm i'm not going to stop what i was already doing right. just because you know i kind of want to hang out with you a little bit like i'm not yeah. going to do that that's not what's going to happen um all of her friends who wanted to hang out with me because i i'm just a cool guy i don't know what it is um <laughs> <laughs> all of her friends i told them the same thing i was setting up tables and they're like hey Ryan i got a question for you i was like okay i got a table for you to sit down like it's it's yeah. always like that because again um if if i'm going to sit here and i'm going to be honest about um, who God is to me and the, 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 the place that he holds in my life, then I I have to show that I have to, I have to show that in everything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And yes, I can go out with friends, go to a movie, go hang out at the house, do whatever, right. go to a football game. I mean, I travel for work, so I'm not at every service now, right. but like, even still, like I make time to, to take off work for four days so I can be at a children's camp. I make time to, after, for my lunch break, when we're having um, the summer, the VBS summer program to right. go on my lunch break, hang out with the kids and be like, Hey, I'm still here. What you guys learn? Are you having a good time? I make time to do all of that, even while yeah. I'm at work. So yeah, I, I think it's just, you, you find out the balance for yourself and you, you yeah. make that work. And then I guarantee once you start doing it, like, it, it will grow. It will increase when you, when yeah. you make the conscious decision to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel that I think like there's, there's the people who like don't serve at all. And then there's like the people who do serve. And, and then I think there's like this like small segment too, of like people who might like use ser- serving as like a way to run from their problems. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. No, like there's, <laughs> there's also that. So I like, not that you'll always want to serve, but like also just yeah. like do a heart check of like doing this. Like, why are you doing this? Like, are you doing this to be obedient to God and like what he has called in your life? Um, or are you running away from an argument with your spouse? Oh yeah. There's well, your that. first ministry is your, is your household. A hundred percent. That is your first ministry. If you don't know that, then you, you need to not serve and sit down and learn, learn a couple of things before yeah. you, you jump into that, because I agree hundred percent. Like you don't yeah. want to use, you don't want to use God as a way to escape something else. And I, and I'm saying that as, um, I know that that sounds weird because most people turn to God during situations, but right. 
I get what you're saying. It should be a solution, not a, uh, not a crutch. Yeah. That should be a solution, not a crutch. I think it's the yeah. best way I can say it. Or like an excuse. Or an excuse, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Well, awesome. I've loved this conversation. It has definitely gone through almost all of my favorite things. Um, nice. Besides- Wait, what, what did I miss? What did I miss? I'm, I like to I mean, talk about everything. Uh, my obsession with iced tea. Like we can talk about iced tea. What's I'm your pretty, like? Do you like sure Lipton? my husband's? No, oh no. Okay, good. Oh gosh, no. Lipton is basic, right? Ew, it's like so, there's so many like tannins in iced tea. It's like or in Lipton tea. Okay, I had. I hate to admit this. I drive like a half hour for good iced tea. One way. Wow one wow. way so an hour round trip for good so iced then you tea. need to you need to get like a gallon or two so and then get like the the 32 ounce oh yeah i get back. the big one but so here's the thing it was china mist iced tea and for the mm. longest time they didn't retail china mist it was only available for wholesale but guess what the lovely iced tea fairies came down and now they're retailing China mist. So now I don't have to drive an hour anymore for iced tea. You could have just ordered it online. This is what I'm hearing. No, I tried to, they didn't retail it. Like you couldn't oh, buy they it. Were unless, like, like, unless you were like a wholesaler or like a restaurant or something, you couldn't buy it. You should have just like started a restaurant. <laughs> It'd be like my home kitchen. Just for the iced tea. Just for the iced tea. Yeah. No, so now 100%. they retail it. And so now you, but like I can, I buy it online, but like now it's like available for like us lowly peasants over here who I love iced tea. That was me in a red apple, Arizona. Oh, I've never had that. It's, uh, it's Arizona and apple juice. It was green tea and apple juice. It is oh. phenomenal. It is phenomenal. And they did not sell that anywhere because so I, w- I lived in Washington and my obsession with tea came from Washington because there was like a okay there was a corner store a Chevron it was a Chevron about gotcha. a mile up the road and so like in Washington there's nothing to do but uh go to the movies and get in trouble and I got in trouble a lot um <laughs> and my escape from getting in trouble was going to Chevron getting an iced tea, or a, a red apple Arizona and then yeah. getting back into trouble so yeah Arizona teas and all that good stuff was was my my uh, obsession for a minute and a half. Yes, yes. But yeah, I, there you I go. Like, we talked about I, the majority of it now. There we go. <laughs> I mean, we could have skipped over the whole Nicholas Sparks breakdown thing, but but I'll forgive you for that. Okay, uh-huh. please forgive me because I I <laughs> I'm sorry you had to relive that atrocity of a movie <laughs> <laughs> and like the most traumatic thing in my life. It's probably because you saw that movie. That's why it became so tragic. <laughs> it imprinted on me. Yeah. Uh, well, Ryan, I love to finish off every episode uh, asking our guest, um, what is one thing that our listeners can do to implement a faith building practice or discipline in their life? Um, so I already said, you know, find a find a home church. That's one. Two, pray on your commute. Cause I know this is targeted towards um, Christians working nine to five pray on yeah. your commute and, and start that day. Right. And, and pray when you're headed home as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people see prayer as just talking and not listening. Um, the, but it, it's, it's supposed to be a conversation, right? Like, yeah. just like you would call your, your mom, I call my mom. I'm, I'm making myself sound really sappy right now, but I call my mom every day after work. Yeah. Um, just kind of, you know, see what she's going, what, what she got going on and talk to her because I, I absolutely love my mom. But the same thing is with God, like you can, you can, I, I like to view prayer as like you putting the phone on speaker mm. and when you're, before you get married or you're like dating someone, you just want to be on the phone with them. You just like hearing them breathe. And it's really weird, but everybody right. does it. Yes. It's, it's the same thing in, in my head. Like when you're, when you're praying, it's like you set that phone on speaker and then it's like, oh, I got something to say to you. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, I don't got anything to say. Like, let's just sit here and watch whatever we're watching on TV. And it's like, oh, Hey, what are you watching? Oh, I'm watching this. And it's like, <laughs> God will talk to you in those moments. And I, yeah. and I think, I think it's super important to have that open open communication like when you can whenever yeah. you can and I think the most people have that when they're driving to and from work unless they got kids and they got to pick the kids up but even yeah. then you tell them to sit down shut up and pray and 
there you go. Now you're, you're a good yeah. parent too. So yeah, there you go. Awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you not on Facebook, but anywhere else? <laughs> uh, if you absolutely must follow me on Facebook, it's Ryan Elijah Wiggins on Facebook. Um, for Instagram, it's love X Ryan. Um, and then on Twitter, it's with love Ryan. I'm a rapper. Yeah. So like love Ryan is kind of like my, my mono, my alias. And so like, love ryan was not available everywhere which kind of sucks but it does oh, there you go the worst was when i married into like a basic last name and oh, it oh my gosh <laughs> my maiden name is so cool and i married into a clark like i Ooh. love my husband i love the clark family like is that but like my la my maiden name was ferrari like it was the Yo. coolest last name <laughs> Okay, so like my wife's maiden name is Cantu. Okay. And so like so like I loved that because whenever whenever we were doing her um her marketing, yeah, I would tell her like you need to use Cantu. Like it's like I can hit yeah. you can hit if I can hit bombs, you can too. It's like it's just super yeah. dumb. And then her dad runs a uh or he was a captain of ships that like fishing ships and okay. so he, his his marketing was like if i can catch one you can too and i was like yes that's perfect that's amazing I seo love it. and marketing but wiggins is not we're just we're basic so i i get it i feel you uh it's the same with the clark thank you so much ryan for joining us and make sure 100%. you guys give him a follow on everywhere but facebook everywhere but facebook <laughs> have a good unless one unless you have to all right <laughs> have a good one